Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. It is uh, Trade Show Guy Tim Patterson. It's time for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee uh, for April 2nd, 2018. We're already here. Hang on, Scruffy's coming up. Scruffy's going to say hi. Scruffy. Oh man, I got a great interview today. Uh, one of our clients, Wetterspoon Manuka Honey from Pennsylvania, distributes uh, honey harvested in, in New Zealand. And uh, they have, it's a great product and they've expanded and we worked on their booth a couple of years in a row. They've expanded this year. We, we go into that in some detail. Uh, it is, is a fun conversation with Brianna Belden, uh, who's in the marketing department, marketing director there at uh, Wetterspoon. Enjoy this conversation on the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. Thanks for joining me for the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. My guest this morning is Brianna Belden of Wetterspoon Manuka Honey out of Pennsylvania. Uh, they import honeys from uh, New Zealand. Excellent product. Love stuff. Love talking about this stuff with Brianna. So, uh, good morning, Brianna. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Tim. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yes, and of course we have Scruffy here. He's he's making sure that everything works just well. So you know he's well. Yes, good to have you too, Scruffy. We did our walk, and now he just wants a lap. That's all he wants. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds great. So, so uh, we, we were just uh, kind of in the green room talking about some of the follow-up for Expo West. You were at Natural Products Expo West. Um, so what was your experience of the show? Let's just talk real kind of in general, uh, why you go to the show, what you get out of it, what are your intentions, those types of things. Uh, from your perspective, you've gone to the show at least a couple of years. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so let's talk about the show. Yeah. So we have been participating in the show for man, maybe five or six years now. Um, I've been for the past few years. Um, and as we were just saying, it's it's exciting. I mean, the show keeps um, getting larger and larger and larger. And so, you know, it's funny because we our trajectory has been the same. Our booth has gotten larger. Our presence has gotten bigger. Um, our product lines have grown. So it's really fun to kind of grow with um, these huge trade shows. And this year was crazy. I mean, there were you know, over 80,000 people there, um, you know, just tons of new exhibitors, a lot to see. Um, it's really inspiring for us to attend the show. Um, you just, sometimes you get kind of caught in your, in your bubble, um, you know, in your office where you live. Right. And so it's so nice to kind of break out of that and see what everybody else is doing in the industry. So um, this is really the time when all the big, um, big brands that you look at all year round are together and um, especially at Expo West when they're exhibiting all of their new product innovations right. and their new looks so um, it's really the place to be and we have been so lucky and excited to have participated especially this past year it was our it was our biggest year yet by far. Glad to hear it. So good yeah. results came out of that. What, what do you actually want to get out of it? Do you want to like hook up with new distributors uh, just to get your brand out there? I mean, what, what kind of goals that you guys set before you go there? Well, yeah. And this year was different because we were launching um, and debuting a rebrand. So we've been working on a rebrand, um, you know, for the better part of a year now and have been very, very excited to kind of show it off to the industry and our you know, trade partners and just consumers in general. So I think one of our major goals going into the show was just really hitting that message hard of our new brand and, you know, that we're the authority on Manuka Honey. So it was, that was certainly our number one goal. Um, we also launched, I believe it was 15 new products at the show. Wow. So, yeah. So that was quite a lofty goal 
as well to kind of make sure we were all buttoned up for the show, making sure that we had everything, um, you know, kind of perfect and ready to go. So that was another, another goal that was specific to this year. Um, in general, I think it's just wonderful to go and again, to see all the inspiration from other brands that you kind of look to, um, in the industry and for brand reputations, it's really important that you show up, um, you know, and just participate in this huge show. So, um, so yeah, and it's just really exciting. It's fun. You work so hard for the show and (laughs) you really do, you know, I mean, you and I worked together for many months, um, kind of creating a new booth and thinking about the look and, and setting up. And there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes that, when the show finally comes, it almost feels like, okay, now this is kind of party time. So yeah, this is yeah, game I day. Show. <laughs> yeah. I, I was looking at it as game day because, and you got to have yeah. your game face on because everybody else does as well. well um, so, so I'm curious going into the show, you've got partners you work with. Do you reach out to them? Do you let them know you're there? Do you do um, specific yeah. show marketing, things like that? Yeah, so we do a lot of uh, pre-show marketing, and obviously um, we do have really important meetings at the show, you know, with our broker partners and with trade, and, you know, that's one of the reasons you do this show. You always hope that, you know, some big retailer will either have a meeting with you or stop by the booth just because they're so drawn in uh, to your brand and the booth and the look and the story that you're presenting. So that's always um, exciting. But yeah, we do um, some marketing in turn. We do some digital marketing for the show, kind of let people know what to expect, let them know where we're going to be. Um, also, we work with a PR team who does a lot of pre-show um, you know, PR. We have a press release that we you know do right before the show. So people kind of have a bit of a taste of what to expect at the show from us. So kind of a related question, do you guys get involved or does your PR group get involved in social media uh, pre-show or at the show? Totally both, actually. I think the majority of our social media strategy focuses on um, during the show. We do a lot of Instagram stories. We work with influencers. Um, we have, we're really lucky to work with a great team of people who are just as excited about our products as we are. Um, And they, you know, they visit us. We had, it was incredible, the response to all of our products and our brand during the show. So um, we had a lot of Instagram stories going on at the time. And um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of those that I'm not super fluent in, but that our PR and social media team is. So how do you, uh, you know, when you go to a big show like this, you obviously have big expectations for it. So how do you manage those expectations? How do you set them? How do you judge if you met, surpassed, or came up short? I'm just curious, uh, how do you approach that that aspect of it? Well, I think um, it's important to have uh, really conversations with your team many months prior. So what I like to do after every show is, you know, kind of talk about, what the expectations were of that show and then say, what do we want for the next show? So that there's this continual conversation um, in my marketing department of, well, what worked, what didn't, and just kind of looping in the sales team because again, we tend to work kind of in a vacuum, I think, and everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing throughout the year. And then to expect that everything would come together at kind of two months before the show would be silly. So it's, it's a constant conversation that I'm always kind of trying to, to loop everybody into. So we have meetings every week 
um, our sales and marketing team is really good about, um, you know, kind of holding ourselves accountable to have those conversations. So we have them every week. And then leading up to the show, I have in-person meetings with my entire team, um, the extended team, you know, just to say, this is what we're thinking. Um, this is what the booth will look like. So it's, I think, important to constantly touch base with everybody. Um, and then we have a large team meeting right before the show as well. Um, in terms of my expectations specifically for this show, it was really easy to kind of define them based on the new product innovations that we had and the new booth and the rebrand. So it was very um, like defined. Uh, so those were my those were my goals, making sure everything went smoothly, making sure our sampling stations were um, were really, you know, kind of taken care of. This year, I tried to have a very uh, kind of confirmed schedule for everybody in my booth. I think that sometimes where we get a little um, disorganized, like how many people to have in the booth and who's doing what. And we increased the size of our booth this year from a 10 by 20 to a 10 by 30. So it was really important for me to say, okay, I need five people in this area. I need five people in this area. And so making sure everybody had really obvious um, personal goals and expectations right. is important for me too. Right. And it worked and worked well. Oh, good, good. So, so you did, you do, you, it sounds like you well planned the thing going into it from a lot of different angles. Yeah. That's good to hear. And I know we worked a lot on the booth. Let's talk about the booth a little bit. You did increase from a, a 10 by 20 to a 10 by 30. So that's mm -hmm. not a big increase, but it is a 50% jump in a sense. Yeah. What, why was, why were you doing that? What, what was the reason? And uh, just, let's walk through that a little bit. Sure. So, I mean, I think the reason was twofold. One, to just increase our presence um, literally and figuratively at the show. Um, we moved our booth from the normal natural and specialty area um, upstairs to downstairs, um, Hall E, which was hopping. It was yeah. super busy, and I think we made a good move having done that. Um, so really just – and we were – thankfully able to get a really nice spot um, very much in the center beginning of that hallway. So right. um, our color really popped. The orange was, you know, super eye catching. So we were able to, I really wanted people to say, Oh my gosh, look at Wetterstream, just have yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> and I think we accomplished that with not only the size of the booth, but also the design of the, the booth in general. Were there um, any, I'm sorry. Were there no. any members of your team that hadn't seen any renderings or anything before that and just kind of showed up and says, oh man, look at this. Yeah, uh, I tried to be good about showing renderings, <laughs> but I wanted there to be an element of surprise. It was a little like Christmas morning to me. Right. Um, obviously my internal marketing team had seen everything, but a lot of, you know, the salespeople, they're so busy that sometimes I'll send something their way and maybe they don't take a super detailed look. So it was very uh, fun for me to see people's reaction to the booth. And, you know, people don't necessarily go and help you set up. So when they're seeing it, they're seeing the finalized product. Seeing you're ready to, to, for rock. And yeah. yeah. And it was cool because, you know, all the colors really popped. I don't know if you'll be able to show anybody any pictures. Yeah, yeah but, we'll uh, drop some in. Yeah. 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 So the colors are amazing. They all really work together. And it was very impressive once everything was, was you know all set up and done so functionally you added some new pieces you added a hexagon uh charging table yes. uh for meeting area like with three or four chairs around it as well yes. as uh some counters with storage in it um so there obviously was a reason to do that did those work well did that accomplish what you wanted to 
It was great. It was great. Not only were they wonderful for storage, but also um, they served as just, you know, the, our sample encounters for all of our new products. Again, that's one of the other reasons why we wanted to increase our, our booth footprint because we have all these new product innovations that really warranted the, the increase of space. So yeah, everything worked out really well. Um, we were on a corner, so it was really easy the L-shaped counter was on the corner, so it was easy mm -hmm. to pull people in right. going, you know, from this way and from the other direction. So everything kind of came together in a really nice way and really flowed how we had expected it to. So it was and awesome. I, and I know you're doing Expo East with a larger footprint, a yeah. uh, little different show, not as big as Expo West. That's another conversation, but I'm curious, is there anything that you would look back and say, gosh, we could have changed this, we could have done this a little better? I'm just curious if anything jumps out at you as far as... This um, I should, had a great experience. Oh, everything was awesome. <laughs> it's always hard, you know, to kind of pinpoint any any problems. But no, on, the only thing I could say is that we needed more counter space because uh -huh. we just didn't anticipate the crowds being so right. kind of dense. I mean, it was just constant. So with an additional counter, I think that we could have sampled out to even more people. Right. Um, but that would be my only... My only comment. Um, we also did add a digital aspect to our display this yes, year. Yes, you did. You added a monitor. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another aspect that people were really drawn to. I think that that was a great call because a lot of people, you know, you're talking about your product and trying to explain something, having a visual behind you of, you know, we had beautiful New Zealand imagery and, um, you know, the where bees. it actually comes from. Yeah. So uh, that was really, really uh, fun. Yeah, yeah really fun for people. Well, it was a great project to work on, Brianna. I think that's really all I was hoping to cover, just your experience there, how you approach it. And uh, I'm curious what your follow-up is. Let's let's look at that follow-up because you obviously made some more connections and you've got things to do after the show. How does that look? Yeah, always. So that's kind of where, um, thankfully, marketing takes a step back a little and, and the sales team kind of, um, you know, takes the lead on that. We use lead retrieval, obviously. So um, we were lucky to have tons of great contacts, wonderful conversations at the show. Um, and so now it's kind of our sales team that takes all of that, organizes it and reaches back out to everybody um, to hopefully gain some traction with, with what we did at the show. All right. Uh, Brianna from Wetterspoon Manuka Honey uh, out of Pennsylvania. I appreciate your time on the show this morning. Thanks, Thanks. Tim. You too. Have a good one. All right. Thanks again to Brianna for uh, joining us on the Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee for um, another another April day. Beautiful April day here. It's like 60 degrees. There's almost some sunshine here in Salem. Uh, so anyway, uh, Trade Show Tip of the Week. It's a nod to the budgeting aspect. Man, that budgeting aspect of trade show marketing. There are so many moving parts. Don't forget anything. Uh, what I would do if I were you and I would recommend this is build a spreadsheet. We actually have on our on our uh, website either Trade Show Guy Exhibits or Trade Show Guy Blog. Uh, just search, um, what would you search for? Uh, probably Trade Show Budgeting Spreadsheet or Form or something like that. It should be there. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, if not, email me and I'll make sure you get it. But it, it runs all the gamut of everything uh, that you'll need for basically a year's worth of trade show marketing. So you go show by show. Uh, it covers everything from if you need a new booth, the cost of that, or if you're going to upgrade it, it's going to include that. And not to mention the travel, the show logistics, the IND, the installation and dismantle, the uh, drayage, everything you need. You plug all those numbers in, realistic numbers, and that gives you a very good number to budget your show from. If you do this the year before, like at the end of this year, you do it in December for all of the following year, that really gives you good information on how to uh, budget for an entire year. Budgeting is really, really important. If you don't know what things cost, uh, ask around, find out, talk to the show organizers, you know, you can find all this information. It is available. If you don't, you can also look online for best uh, uh, estimates or averages, you know, industry averages, those types of things. It's all right there. And finally, <clears throat> the one good thing of the week here, I'm going to say spring. Spring's great. <laughs> it's spring in Oregon. Sunshine coming down. Uh, still a few weeks of spring skiing left. Uh, last week I had an accident, uh, fell down on the ski slope. I never do that because I'm an expert skier, but I fell down, the, the ground fell out from under me and I hit my hit my head pretty hard, my, the side of my head. So if I'm talking goofy, that's why there's a little thing there. Bit my tongue, was spitting blood. It was, it was not pretty, didn't feel good, uh, but I'm fine. So I'll be up skiing more for at least a few more weeks for spring skiing. So spring is here, spring skiing is the uh, one good thing. That's it for Trade Show Guy, Monday morning coffee. Have yourself a great week. See you next time.